Bleeding in the Dark is hosted by Pastor Barbara Green. She has a heart for the people as well as for the leaders. Pastor Barbara Green understands what it means to live in poverty. Her work in ministry, as charged by God, is to help his people, those that have fallen on hard times and just need a hand up. But then there are the leaders who have been charged just like her to uplift the people who are struggling. Pastor Barbara gets those calls that no one else knows about because the leaders have to be strong for the ones that they are leading, but they themselves are bleeding in the dark. That is why Pastor Barbara Green has named her new podcast, Bleeding in the Dark, to support leaders who are struggling with a new vision and a new platform that God has given Pastor Barbara. She hopes to support and encourage leaders who are leading in the spotlight by day and bleeding in the dark at night. Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Barbara Green, and I'm the host of Bleeding in the Dark podcast. I thank God for the opportunity that we have here today. We definitely are living in perilous times, but even in these perilous times, we need to make sure we have our business in order, not only spiritually, but we also need to have our estate planning in order. I want to introduce you today to a true friend of mine. We go way, 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 way back. And his name is Dr. Anthony Stroman. Dr. Anthony Stroman is the founder and CEO of Stroman Enterprise Incorporation, whose mission is to destroy debt and create generational wealth through education by teaching financial literacy. His background includes banking and finance. He is also a certified instructor in credit education and debt elimination, and is currently a member of Toastmaster International Georgia Consortium for Personal Financial Literacy and former vice president credit professional international of Atlanta. Anthony conducts seminars across the country with faith-based and community organizations, corporations, small businesses, and nonprofits. He has appeared throughout the country on radio and television shows whose focus is helping people free themselves from the shackle of debt and credit mismanagement. And I tell you, listeners, you are in for a blessing today. I mean, when you listen to uh, Dr. Anthony Stroman today, you're going to be like, oh, my God, I need to go ahead and get my house in order. I need to get this estate planning in place today because we are living in a time that we do not have our our finances, if we doesn't have our estate in order, it is a problem. So at this time, I would like to introduce my friend, Dr. Anthony Stroman. Well, Barbara, thank you so very much for your kind words. And thank you. I thank God for our friendship and thank you for your ministry and all the things that you do to contribute to the body of Christ and families across the country. So I'm truly blessed to be here with you, my friend, and I'm going to jump right into our message um, let me just tell you a little bit about why I'm so passionate about this area of dealing with estate planning. In the Bible, it talks about being a good steward, you know, and that's, that's scriptural. But what I've learned over the years, I've been working with church communities for about 20 years, and I've done so many seminars and workshops. And this times that we're living in right now, it is critical that we shift and understand the sense of urgency because of the atmosphere that we're living in right now. The good news is that we have something that I'm going to share with you for the next few minutes that can really elevate your life. So I, I use it this way. It's a master plan to protect your family, your assets, and to leave a legacy. Let me say that one more time. You need to put together a master plan to protect your 
family, your assets, and to leave a legacy. If you haven't done the things that I'm going to talk about in the next few minutes, no condemnation. The great things about every day that God give us, we got another day to get it right. Now, first of all, I want you to understand that this conversation, we have to get comfortable talking about this. Many times, Barbara, when people thinking about setting up an estate plan, they're thinking that I'm planning to leave here. That's the wrong attitude. What you're doing is putting a plan together. I call it a love letter to the family. We want you to live to 100, 110 years old, 120, okay? But it's a contingency plan because one day we will be going to heaven. Everybody will be going to heaven one day. But what's happening in America right now in this current environment, so many people are stressed out, worry, anxiety, et cetera, et cetera. And we're finding out in massive numbers when people make their transition to heaven, they don't have these things in place. And it's a nightmare. It's causing a lot of stress, a lot of heartache in families across the nation. We want to head that. We want to hedge off that, all of that. So prevention, preparation is key. And so we're going to talk about planning right now. So here's what I want you to understand. So three things that hold people back from actually setting up an estate plan. Number one, they don't want to talk about it. Well, I want you to get comfortable talking about it. Okay, number one, get comfortable. Just have a regular conversation. Don't make it a big deal. Okay, get comfortable having this conversation. Number two, many people are concerned. They think when they hear, hear the word estate, oh, I don't have a big house and I don't have millions of dollars. No, you got the wrong attitude. An estate plan, just a legal term, it doesn't matter what you have, a car, your house, your furniture, that's an estate plan. You do not have to have a whole lot of money, millions of dollars. And connected to that, Barbara, many people think that it's expensive. That's one of the biggest things that people don't look at it. They think it costs a lot of money. But what we have done, we have partnered with an amazing law firm that made it extremely simple, extremely inexpensive. And once you get it done, it's for life. That's very important. It's for life. So what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to break down the difference between a will and a living trust. Now, what we call this plan, we call it the My Care Plan. And we're helping thousands and thousands of families around the world to have what I call peace of mind. That's a very important statement. So I call it, we call it the My Care Plan, but I use the word leaving a love letter to your family. Because, Barbara, once people do this, they have no idea the peace of mind that could come across them. Even though I'm a single individual, I have mine set up. But the peace of mind when I did it, I cannot describe the peace of mind. And that's a, you can't put a dollar price on having peace of mind, knowing your family knows what's going to happen when you make your transition to heaven. So let me tell you about the MyCare plan. The MyCare plan is broken into four different components. It is a will. It is a living trust. It's a health power of attorney and a financial power of attorney. So let me dissect the difference between the will and a living trust. Most people are familiar with a will, and we're finding out, and I did my own survey, that even that, many people don't even have a will. They have kids, they got property, and they don't even have a will. But let's deal with the will right now. Let me give you the, 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 the key components of a will. A will is when you designate who you want to have your items when you make the transition, pretty plain. But here's the deal. With a will, here's the hindrance of a will. You still 
have to go through probate. There's so many people in America right now who think having a will is enough, and I'm here to dispel that myth. When you have a will, you still have to go through probate. So let me give you the components of a will. When you have a will, you're talking about going to probate, which can be very, very expensive. It can be very time sensitive. It can also be very emotional, very stressful. When you have a will, and when somebody make a transition, all your assets are frozen. Nobody can get to your bank accounts and do anything because your assets are frozen with a will. Okay? So a will is not enough, beloved. It is not enough. Now, also with a will, your information is public. They can put it in the newspaper. It could be public information. So those reasons right now, that's why you want to have a living trust. And the key question I want to ask you wonderful people are you leaving bills or are you leaving benefits? Think about that statement. Are you leaving bills or are you leaving benefits? Okay, the Bible says you're supposed to be leaving something, right? Now, let's look at the difference. When you have a will, you're at the mercy of the court system. Did you know that a judge can make a decision a little different from your will if he deemed necessary? Give an example. Somebody can be 17 years old. You might have $100,000 to leave to somebody. And the judge might say, well, you know what, at that age, that person's not responsible enough to handle that money. Let's put it here. Let's do this. Let's do that. So you're playing by the rule book of the judge. That's how much power they got. Okay. Now let's look at a living trust. With a living trust, you can alter a living trust throughout your lifetime. Here's the difference. It's private. It's not public. It's less expensive. You don't have to go through the court system once you have a living trust set up. Because I'm telling you, you can spend ten, twenty thousand or more going through probate. And I had a friend of mine on another show we did. It took her nine years to get the affairs in order for her mother. You don't want to have to go through all of that. Well, with a living trust, you bypass all of those headaches. Think about this: when you have a living trust, and when you get it set up, it's a one-time transaction. That means that if something happens, somebody gets married, you got grandkids, anything can happen, you can change it at any time. Now, when you have a will, every time something changes in your family dynamics, you got to go back to the attorney, that's another fee. Got to go back again, another fee. Got to go back. If you go back there eight or nine times, you didn't pay the attorney eight or nine times, as opposed to living trust, one time for life. Okay? Now, with a living trust, you have so much flexibility of distribution. You want your kids to have this, your grandkids to have this. You want somebody to have the furniture. You can customize a living trust. Also, those that are entrepreneurs, you can put your wealth building into a living trust. Let's say you might have a business that's generating $100,000 a month. Well, you can put that in a trust and you can say, I want my four kids to have split in four different areas of the income that's generated from this business. So a living trust is very, very flexible, okay? Now, so we understand that it's less expensive, less headaches. Let me walk you through an example. If somebody has a living trust and somebody make a transition, go to heaven. Watch what happens. Basically, all you need is this, three things. Your license, okay? You need your trust document, okay? And those, those are simple things that you need when you got to go to the bank to handle business for somebody. 
you don't need a whole lot of stuff with a living trust, okay? Because when you show them your license and you show them your trust document, okay, that gives you, it opens the door for you to go ahead and conduct business as opposed to not having those things in place. Okay, that's very, very, very important to understand. So let's say for an example, if you go to the bank and you need to go ahead and make a transition and you go there and you show them these documents and they look at the document, yep, this is a trust and you got the death certificate, that's the other component. So there's three components, you gotta have the death certificate. Well, they'll let you have access to what you need to do. You go to the real estate company. You want to get the property retitled in somebody's name. You got the death certificate. You got the living trust document and your license. You can get that done. So in other words, you conduct all those business and bypass the headache, the stress, the worry, the time consuming by having a living trust. Now, here's a big deal right now. What's happening with a lot of families when things are not written, when it comes to money and assets, it can create a lot of strife in family. And this is what's happening right now, beloved. A lot of people are going through a whole bunch of stuff. They're fighting over stuff. And that stress is overwhelming because if you don't have this stuff set up correctly, and I teach something called the kitchen table ministry that I started where I get the family at the kitchen table to have these discussions. So if everybody's at the family, the house is going to this person, the furniture is going here. The jewelry is going here. The art is going here. Bank account is going here. Everything is spelled out. So everybody knows what's happening with the assets to be distributed. If you don't do it like this, when somebody make a transition, then you've got brothers and sisters fighting. No, mommy told me I can have the living set. She told me I can have the jewelry. I can have the art. I can have the car. You got all the strife, okay, and confusion. You know, God is not the author of confusion. And this is what's happening by the thousands of families across the country because they don't put this stuff in place. And I'll tell you a personal story that happened to a friend of mine. Him and his his sister was fighting over stuff. His mother passed and she didn't have a will. She didn't have a living trust. They were fighting over stuff. My friend had a stroke. Because of the stress, and I'm saying to our families across the nation, you can avoid all of that strife if you put together a living trust. Now, the third component is having a health power of attorney. Very, very important. And with a health power of attorney, you become an advocate. Because, see, when you go, somebody go to the hospital, if you don't have a health power of attorney, the doctors can do whatever they want because you have nobody in your corner. You have access to medical bills. You got access to the doctors, treatment, all of this stuff you have control. Suppose you do not agree with something. I'll give a person an example. If somebody has cancer, okay, and, and they're feeding your loved one, ensure cancer loves sugar. And I'm telling you what I know. I witnessed this myself. So they're giving your loved one insure that has a lot of sugar in it and artificial stuff in it. That's not good for a cancer patient. If you had an advocate as an advocate, you could say, no, I want my loved one to have something natural, not sugar, because we know cancer feeds off sugar. That's one example. Okay, this is why you need to have a health advocate, critically important, especially in the times that we're living in right now. The fourth component is the financial power of attorney. And let me give you real life situations. 
People who do not have a financial power of attorney are finding out when they come home, homes being foreclosed on, lights cut off, gas cut off, car payments not being paid, repossess. All this stuff is happening because somebody go in the hospital for two or three months and they didn't have a financial power of attorney. Nobody have access to their funds to take care of business for them. This is very, very important. This is happening all across America as we speak because we don't have a financial power of attorney. When you have a financial power of attorney, they can go to the bank, handle your transactions for you. And on top of that, we're finding, Barbara, that many people who make a transition, we don't even know where the paperwork is. Where's the life insurance? Where's the investment accounts? So we got to go through, rummage through boxes and drawers trying to find this stuff. Well, we have something connected to this, which is a separate deal called the financial lockbox. What's that's a virtual safety deposit box. You give somebody that code, bank account, savings account, investments, everything in one place, nice and orderly. Now, we discovered that one third of all life insurance are never recovered because we can't find it. We discovered that billions of dollars are lost in investment accounts because we can't find anything. Folks, I encourage all of you to get your house in order. And once you get it done, again, you're going to have tremendous peace of mind once you get this done. So in closing, let me just say this really quickly. Guys, we have to make this a normal conversation. Don't make it a big deal. So what I'm teaching people, Barbara, is this, that the family get together. And before you get together, you pray first. Number two, you need to have an agenda. Then number three, you need to celebrate, do something fun after the meeting. Because there's another component to this, is, which is very important, Barbara, which is this. Long-term care. Oh, my God. Do we have any idea how expensive long-term care can be? Medicaid can come after your assets because, see, it's called a spin-down. They could come after your assets to pay for long-term care. There's a strategy that you can avoid all of that if you knew the strategy. But you need to plan for this stuff. Do you want to have in-home care? But if you go to a Medicaid, long-term care, oh my goodness, it can cost, now they're talking about it's going to be costing $10,000 a month in 20, I think in 2021. $10,000, could you imagine $10,000? That's over $100,000. Who have $100,000? So this spend down, they're coming after your assets if you don't have this thing structured properly. So my purpose of this short conversation that I wanted to talk to all you wonderful people about, don't make it a big deal. Get your house in order, get that peace of mind, and just tell yourself you are leaving a love letter to your family, and you want to make sure that your family have things done decent and in order so you can enjoy your life to the fullest and have peace of mind knowing that you got your family intact. Because again, when you don't have these things intact, it can be a nightmare to families, and we want to avoid that. So, Barbara, with that being said, I'm going to give up my cell number because we're helping families all across the country. I'll be doing this with many, many churches around the nation. My cell number is 678-907-3135. And you can get this, go to this educational website that will give you more in-depth information how powerful this program is and how inexpensive it is which is financialedu.services.com. 
financialeduservices.com. There's testimonies, there's videos. They got frequently asked questions. All, most all the information that you need is right there. But here's the key. Once you set up this MyCare plan, it's for life. There's no extra fees. There's no extra nothing. It's for life. You can go back a hundred times and change it. There will be no extra fees. And you do it online at your own pace. They guide you through it. We have attorneys in a customer service department that will assist you, but it's so seamless that all my clients are very happy with the process. Matter of fact, we just had a bishop that recommended me to another church that we're going to get this, uh, his church is done. This is another bishop here because they're so pleased with the service. So my last word is this. Don't procrastinate. That's a big challenge that we have as a, as, as a church community is just procrastination and procrastination is the assassination of your financial destination. Get it done, enjoy peace of mind, and live life to the fullest. With that being said, I'll turn it back over to my dear friend, Barbara. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless. Live long and live strong in Jesus' name. Back to you, Barbara. Amen. Thank you so much, Dr. Anthony Strowman, for just taking the time out of your business schedule to come on and to share with our audience today because it is so important that we make sure we have our house in order because this is a time that we really, if we doesn't have it in order, now is the time. And Dr. Anthony has given you the contact number where you can reach out to him. And so I encourage you to reach out because there's no need of, you know, we're going through, you're going through this, going through that. But then in the meantime, you need to make sure that uh, it doesn't add uh, even more burdens to your life because you do not have your house in order. So again, thank you so much, Dr. Anthony Stroman, for taking out your time to come on today, and we appreciate it. So this concludes our episode um, for today. And if you would like to reach me, you can go to www.bleedingindedark.org. You can also leave comments or different things if you would like to reach out to Dr. Anthony Stroman, uh, or even just in, uh, to share how you enjoyed this broadcast today, this podcast. We thank you for joining in. Uh, this concludes our episode, and we just thank God again for you, Dr. Anthony Strowman, for coming in to share with us, to make sure that we are planning our estate in the way that we need to plan it so that we won't add to the burdens and add to the problems that we're already dealing with. Again, thank you, and you all have a good day. Goodbye. You're welcome. You have been listening to Bleeding in the Dark podcast. Be sure to tune in every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. If you missed an episode or would like to share this episode with someone else, you can go to www.bleedingindthedark.org.